Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast for Thursday, October 14th. Thomas Miller, we're going to talk about the nodes of the moon and the bending of the nodes of the moon today. So we've got a listener question that uh, is, is something that we can kind of take a little deep dive in astrology. And this is something that you could check your own chart to see if you have this alignment in it and what it means. First, let's just check the sky. That's it. <laughs> same as yesterday, folks. Aquarian moon, everything else is the same. So if you need to get up to speed on that, just that's uh, like within the last week's podcasts, we cover everything and get it all positioned. And that's kind of where it's going to be staying. There's not going to be a lot of movement over the next several months. So we're going to be in kind of this spell of listener questions are great right now. So I wanted to talk about the bending of the nodes of the moon. This question comes from a great listener up in Ontario, Canada, Lori. Lori, this one's for you. She asked about it related to her own chart, but I just wanted to make it more global and talk about how do you identify if you have this thing called the bending of the nodes of the moon? Now, this whole concept of the bending of the nodes was highlighted in a Mountain Astrologer article years ago, all the way back to the 90s, by an astrologer by the name of Kathy Allen. And you can search up parts of that article uh, by just searching Mountain Astrologer bending of the nodes. But basically what we're talking about are, are what's called the nodes of the moon. It is our karmic path in the chart. Well, part of it, <laughs> the whole thing is the karmic path, but it highlights what karma we brought with us and what our life purpose. If we will move toward our north node, then we are really moving toward the whole reason why we incarnated here on earth to experience this round of soul school. Now, there are no nodes out there in space. You can't go visit one, but what they are are intersection points of the Earth's orbit and the Moon's orbit. And you can look it up online, but that's basically what it is. There's pictures that are great to explain what the node, how the nodes are calculated. But they show up in the astrological chart as little things that look like horseshoes, upside down and right side up. And they are always opposite each other because it's two sides of an orbit, the north side and the south side. So they are always opposite each other, always directly across. And they always appear going backwards in retrograde. And I say always. There are times that they go forward, but it's very rare, very minor. So just think of them as always moving in retrograde. And most of the chart software programs will label them as retrograde. Now, if you look at that line, so just draw a straight line across the circle. You're going to cut the circle in half with the nodes. If you have a planet that is at a right angle to that line, so in other words, 90 degrees, that planet is at what's called the bending of the nodes. That's the definition. Now, you can vary the orbs if you want to use a tight orb, like two or three or four or five degrees. That's fine. If you want to use seven, eight, nine, ten, that's getting a little wide. But still, you could consider it. I like to say it's not the universe who put those lines there. We did and those rules. So let the infinite universe be big. And you can, uh, Steve Forrest, I, I think he's got a great perspective on orbs. You want more data or less data? If you want less data, tighten the orb. If you want more data, widen it out. Ancient astrologers said if two planets were in the same aspected sign, then they were 
considered. I mean, in horror area, you don't even use an orb. So there's all kinds of ways to slice and dice it. I like to dance. I don't like to play rules. I've got a, I guess I've got some Aquarian in my chart somewhere. <laughs> but basically, if you have a planet at that intersection, that 90-degree intersection, it is going to oversee your karmic path with extra emphasis. Let's say you have Venus at the intersection, at that 90-degree point of that line between the nodes. Well, then your karmic lessons might come in a special way through relationships or through love. You might have a very loving mother who nurtured you, and maybe that's what you needed. If you have Mars there, it could be that you're going to have some conflict, and maybe through working through conflict, you are going to move on your karmic path. Mercury sitting there, well, maybe you're going to work through some things either through your mind, you're going to figure things out, or maybe you're going to be in some communication with others, maybe even a mentor who might come into your life who helps guide you through and teach you the ways of the soul. Uranus on the bending of the nodes, it could be a real surprise. Like, whoa, I didn't expect this. Like, yeah, something or a series of things that just, you know, you look back and you say, wow, that was one unusual life I just lived. It's like nothing ever clicked or made sense. Well, you might have Uranus affecting the nodes of the moon. What about Neptune? Well, Neptune would indicate that you are going to be influenced spiritually. There's going to be an intuitive component to how you deal with the nodes. What about Jupiter? Oh, boy, if you have Jupiter sitting there, then you are going to probably experience some kind of expansion around this karmic work. Like, that's going to be a big focus in your life. And then, of course, the two karmic blues brothers, Saturn and or Pluto. If you have one or both of those on the nodes of the moon, I've seen charts where they're both there. It's like, wow, I've got Saturn, so I can speak to this one. Let's just say you are going to do your karmic business whether you like it or not. (laughs) It is going to oversee that you do transform. The best way that I've seen to look at those two is just do the work. Just wake up and do the work. And the earlier in life you can do it, and oh, if you are a parent advising kids, Be a wise parent, and if you have a child with Saturn or Pluto on the bending of their nodes, just realize this individual came here to address their past. They are going to face it. If you can teach them to work into it as a young person, as a teenager, and start to deal with these things and be aware of them as they come up and have a game plan for life of how you're going to resolve these things, then it will be so much easier. If you launch in and don't have that ship and that compass of this map to guide, then it could be some choppy waters for sure. So that's kind of how it plays out. Truly is a remarkable concept in the chart. And it's one of the first things now, if I'm looking at a chart, that's one of the first things my eyes looks for is, are there any planets at a 90 degree angle to the axis of the nodes? Because if there are, we need to talk about it. And make sure to point that out because very few do. It's something that isn't looked at a lot because it's not in all the the textbooks. 
I hope that helps. Lori, thank you so much for a great question. Appreciate you listening up in Ontario. She listens, she says, six days a week. Wow, thank you so much. And I appreciate all of you being here. Have a great day. We'll be back to set up the weekend tomorrow.